Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. This is Lydia Rose. I'm your host and the creator of Busy Mom Fit. Today we are talking about meal planning. My favorite topic because I love eating and I love a good plan. So buckle down. We're going to talk about 10 minutes, possibly 45. I don't know. I love food and I love planning what we're going to eat. And I hope that by the end of this, you can possibly begin to wrap your head around the fact that you too could also enjoy this and it will change your life. I promise you it will change your life. So what is meal planning? It is planning what you're going to eat. And I don't mean like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean literally every single thing you are going to eat the next week. So I'm going to tell you how I do this every week. Um, First of all, I grocery shop on Fridays because I want our weekends to be free to go out and do fun things or just like stay at home and not do anything because our weeks are so busy. So I plan to grocery shop on Friday, meaning that Thursday, by Thursday, I need to have everything planned out for what we need to eat the next week. So typically what I do is I grab two or three of my favorite cookbooks. I'm a cookbook collector. I absolutely love cookbooks and I have a ton of them. So I will take two or three uh, for that week and I will find some recipes that I want to try. Sometimes I'm using recipes that are our staples, our go-tos. They're things that I know when 100% my family's gonna eat. Sometimes they are brand new things that I hope my kids will try. I have some picky eaters. Um, my 10-year-old, super picky. Like if it is made of bread, and has melted cheese on it, he will probably consume it. Or if it's been slow cooked by like the Texas barbecue king for 12 hours and like hand, yeah, one of those things. Or like steak. You know, it's like, yeah, I'll have mac and cheese or I'd like a mid-rare filet mignon with homemade baked potato, like French fries. (laughs) I'm like, oh, wow. So it's quite a range for him, but the range is like really expensive, ridiculous food or like the cheapest, grossest food that's covered in cheese imaginable. So there's not much room in between. So it is a struggle for me to get him to try anything new every week. So one of the things I do for him is I let him choose recipes. This has worked in the past because A, he gets to feel like he has some control over what he's putting in his body, which is huge for kids. Like mentally for them, feeling like they have control because they don't have a lot of control if you think about it in their everyday lives. They have to go to school. They have to be here at a certain time. They have to be at practice. They have to wear this. It's a lot of like, hey, here's what you're going to do. They don't really get a chance to make a lot of their own decisions. So anytime you can give your child freedom and some control over something in their life, and of course eating is a huge part of their life, it's going to make them feel empowered. It's going to make them a lot more likely to try something. So this has worked in the past for him. It's been very effective. He gets to choose from one of his cookbooks because he has quite a few as well. I do uh, buy him cookbooks for kids because he enjoys cooking. It's also really good because the recipes are good and like me and my husband will try them too. So it makes it a lot easier if he chooses something in his kid cookbook. I'm not going to have to make a separate meal for me and my husband. It's going to be something that we're all going to enjoy. We're all going to want to consume. So when he gets to pick out that recipe out of his book, he has some ownership in it. A lot of the time he wants to also help me cook it, which is great. 
because then he's getting the experience of creating and making his own meal, which then it makes it a lot more likely for him to actually try more than one bite of it. So that's one way I meal plan with my kids as I let them choose a couple of dinners. What are you gonna choose from these cookbooks? Give me two meals, give me three meal options that I can try for you next week. You have to taste them multiple times before you tell me you don't like them. Some of these things work out great. They've been like some of our favorite meals. We've added them to our staples. Some of them have been complete duds and I've ended up just like force feeding myself uh, a ton of leftovers because I hate wasting food or literally just like scrapping the meal altogether because it was just like no one liked it. It's very rare that that happens, but it does happen. So uh, try to pick things that you know everyone will like so you're not wasting your very precious time making food that people are going to look at and be like, yeah, mom, I'm not going to eat that. Um, can I have cereal for dinner? Because cereal is not a great option. Maybe it is on like a Thursday if you've got practice and everybody's running around like a crazy person, have cereal. But for the most part, you want to have a plan. You want to know what you're cooking. You want to be prepared. So that's how we plan. I grab some recipe books. I look. I find some recipes I want to try. I write them down. I plan. Uh, usually I'll plan like a Friday through Thursday because that's how much I shop. The weekends are kind of like up in the air. Or I tend to make something that I can make uh, leftovers for. So like Friday night's dinner will be Saturday's lunch and then possibly Sunday's lunch depending on how much we have. And then of course for Saturday, if we're home, if we've not been like super busy, I'll do the same thing and like Saturday's dinner will be Sunday's lunch. And then on Sunday, I meal prep for the week so we can have like snacks and stuff like that and I can kind of prepare for those like first few meals that we're making. So typically the first thing that I do, uh, aside from like taking out my recipe books and planning, is I plan those meals around our calendar. So I have my calendar open while I'm planning. Um, I have these really beautiful like um, notepads that my sons got me for Mother's Day and they have like my grocery list on the right and my meal planning list on the left. So it's got like the days of the week and then like some notes for snacks and stuff like that. So I really enjoy writing all that stuff down. I'm a list maker. I love seeing a good list. I love checking those boxes. So I just get like this big sense of calm when I do my meal planning. It's really fun for me and it, it probably takes me about 20 minutes. So I sit down with my calendar. I look at our week. What does our week look like? What are we doing every single day? If I'm going to be at the park for two and a half hours after school one day, I know I'm going to have to make a super easy, quick dinner when we get home because I'm not going to have a lot of time. If I'm going to be able to come home straight after school, after I pick up my little one and I have some time to cook, then maybe I can make a more complicated dish that's going to take a little bit longer and I can try something new. So that's how I plan those meals. I look at our calendar. What do we have? What do I have time for? How can I optimize that time so I can make meals that we like? And so I am making sure everyone is trying something new, getting something they like, and I'm also not wasting time. So say I have like two meals that require rice. I'm going to make rice in bulk because obviously I don't want to spend the time to cook the rice Every time we have a meal, rice, it, I mean, it's not a huge time suck, but it's still a process. It's still something I have to put effort in and it's still something that I have to like get started. It's a it's a step that if I can eliminate, it's going to save me some time. So I'll bulk cook 
cook things. I will bulk cook like rice. Uh, I might boil some eggs. Sometimes, you know, if it's like two or three days ahead, I may go ahead and pre-cook some chicken or at least make sure that the food or the protein that I'm going to be cooking with is thawed. Obviously, I'm not going to have like fish in my refrigerator because that's gross and it's going to make everything smell bad. But if you have like packaged chicken, turkey, pork, beef, anything like that, it's going to last for a couple of days in your fridge. Or if you freeze stuff, which I typically do to make it last longer, you can thaw it out a day or two before so it's ready to go for your meal. So all of those things are going to make it a lot easier for you. Bulk cook a couple of things. Make sure you're planning according to your calendar. Make sure you know what's happening throughout the week. And also you have to plan for emergencies too because there will probably be a kid who wakes up sick. Or they'll come home one day and let you know about the assignment that's due tomorrow at like 7 p.m. And something's going to happen to like throw off your schedule. So you need to have those staple foods in your pantry, in your freezer. I do a lot of freezer stuff. Freezer veggies, freezer fruit and berries, freezer protein. Keep all that stuff in your freezer so you have it and you can take it out quickly in a pinch and throw together a meal. Stir fry. Spaghetti is always a go-to for us. Um, and rice, beans, like taco, burrito type stuff. Breakfast for dinner is also a great one. All of these things can be made in under 20 minutes in a pinch. If you have an emergency, if something comes up, you have a meal that you can put together. Is it on plan? No, it's not. But you did prepare for it because you have these extras that you purchased Because obviously, if you need a cup of rice, you're going to have to buy a bag of rice. So you might as well prepare for something to happen. So we've got that too. I feel like I'm kind of all over the place with this one, but I'm just kind of spitballing how I do plan. Um, I will also have a big blog post about this too. So if you want to like go through and see each step and like read how I do it, um, that's probably going to be a little bit better than trying to keep up with this podcast because I'm like all over the place. So I've talked about planning to your calendar. That's the first thing. That's the biggest thing. I've talked about choosing your recipes. Um, If you don't have cookbooks that you like, Find a go-to website that you can use. I know a lot of people like to do that. I have a couple of myself. I use Minimalist Baker. Uh, Smitten Kitten is another one. Joy the Baker. I follow all of these ladies on social media. When they post a recipe, I will usually save it in my Instagram uh, profile. And I will also just go ahead and open it in a Safari tab in like my browser window. So I have that recipe for later. So if I find something like this week, I'm making double or twice baked potatoes with kale. I love kale. Lacinto kale is so delicious. And so I thought my son would try this because he loves potatoes. He does like spinach. And if I cover it in cheese, like he might not notice that there's kale in it. So (laughs) my fingers crossed on that one. But I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw that recipe. I just grabbed it, put it aside. I know I'm going to use it for next week. It was on my plan. I'm cooking it with uh, some chicken and then I'll probably do some like carrots or something as another kind of side for us. But it's a really simple dinner, something I can do ahead of time. I can go ahead and prepare the potatoes probably the day before. So whenever I need to rebake them, I'll just have everything already ready to go. So have some websites, if you don't have cookbooks that you love, that you can go to and that you can browse weekly and find some good recipes. 
or just make it a point to like go through and save things as you see them on social media and go back through the day before you grocery shop and be like, oh, I saw these three things. How can I build a menu on those three things? Add them to your grocery list. Boom, you're ready to go. So all that kind of stuff is really easy. Have your cookbooks, have your website, have your calendar prepared, know what's coming, plan accordingly. Make a grocery list. If you don't make a grocery list, I know people do this. I know people just like show up at the grocery store and they're like, spent $400. I don't know why. I'm like, yeah, because you bought a bunch of weird stuff that you don't need because you were at the grocery store and everything looks cool at the grocery store. Also, don't shop when you're hungry. It's a horrible idea. You will buy something stupid that you do not need. You can spend like $4 on one of those um, um, kombucha drinks or whatever, which I'm drinking all the way right now, which is why I mentioned it. <laughs> they're super good, but I only buy them when they're on sale because I'm cheap. Anyway, um, when you go shopping hungry, you tend to buy things that just like seem really good. I always come home with like something, what is this? We don't even eat this because it looked good to me because I was hungry when I grocery shopped. So I don't even know why I'm talking about hunger while you grocery shop. Oh, yes, because I want you to make a list. You need to make a list. Every single thing you bring home from the grocery store is for that week. Yeah, sometimes I go to Costco, I bulk shop, great. I know those things are gonna last me a month, you know, four weeks, six weeks, whatever. That stuff doesn't count. Your weekly grocery shop, every single ingredient that you purchase has a purpose. That is gonna save you money. That is going to save you time. That is going to eliminate food waste. It is going to help you keep track of your recipes. It will help you plan. So every single recipe I go through, I write the ingredients in my grocery list. I usually try to pick recipes that have similar ingredients or can use the same ingredients. If I'm using onion, I want to pick another recipe that uses an onion because I don't like if one recipe uses half an onion and then the other one uses like an onion and a half or like two small onions, I know I can use that half onion and then another one. So I'm not having to buy like random single ingredients. I can use them multiple times. This is great to do with like herbs, spices, fresh ingredients that aren't going to last a long time. Um, you want to buy them and you want to make sure that you can use them in multiple recipes. There are ways to save them, but I that's just a lot of work. Like, I don't want to be chopping up herbs and putting them in ice cube trays and freezing them for the next week. That looks like super great, but that's another thing I have to do. My thing about meal prepping and meal planning is saving myself time, reducing the amount of time I have to cook every week, and then saving my energy to do something else because probably one of my boys is going to pee all over the bathroom floor and I'm going to have to clean it up six times this week. And if I'm doing that, I can't be chopping onions in the kitchen. So yeah, that's how I plan. Anyway, so we've got all this stuff. We've got everything prepared. You've looked at your calendar. You've looked at your recipe books. You've looked at your cookbooks. You have everything written down. You have your grocery list. Plan with a purpose. Why are you doing this? Why are we eating spaghetti on Wednesday night? Well, we're eating spaghetti on Wednesday night because everyone likes spaghetti. It is something that is filling because it has carbs and I can add protein to it. I can add turkey. I can add bison. I can add beef uh, to the sauce and everyone will be more full. Everyone likes garlic bread. We can do a salad. Boom. It's an easy meal. It's quick. It's cheap. We go to church on Wednesday. I don't have to think about it. Okay. Awesome. Now, what else do you have to think about when you're planning with a purpose? 
you have to plan according to your personal goals. If your personal goal is survival, make as much spaghetti as you need to. Eat the cereal on Thursday night. Do breakfast for dinner. Buy the rotisserie chicken and the bagged salad. You need to cut down. Make it as easy on yourself as possible. You do not have to get fancy. Not everything has to be organic. Not everything has to be like free uh, hand chopped every night. If you want to buy the little glass jar of pre-cut garlic, go for it. It's already done. It's a step you don't have to do. Make it as simple for yourself as possible. If you enjoy cooking like me, it's therapy for me. I enjoy it. I don't want to cut down on that stuff. That stuff is soothing. It's relaxing to me. It's fun. I thoroughly enjoy it. A lot of people do not. After you've worked all day, after you've been with a crying baby all day, you're tired, you're drained, you don't want to have to think about cooking food, factor that into your meal plan. What usually happens when your kid has practice? Well, you're exhausted. You spend half your day commuting. You don't want to come home and cook. Okay, that's a rotisserie chicken night. Rotisserie chicken and salad. The cool thing about that is you can make that in endless variations. You can add it to a burrito. You can add it to like taco night. You can top um, beans and rice with it. You can do so many different things with it. It's a very versatile solution. It also saves you a ton of time because you're not having to roast that chicken. It also is going to save you money because rotisserie chicken is relatively cheap. It's healthier than eating fast food. It's going to take you less time. So Think about things like that. If you're trying to lose weight, obviously you don't need to be eating like tons of super calorie dense, carb heavy foods, but maybe your kids are not trying to lose weight and they do need that stuff. So think about meals that can be like hybrid meals. Maybe you're not going to eat the pasta that your kids are going to eat, but you're going to have the salad and the protein that they're going to consume as well. Think about it in terms of what your personal goals are. What stage of life are you in? If you're in survival mode, look for survival mode. If you're in like a more creative space, all right, cook for a more creative time. You have a little bit more time. If your kids are like heavy into like athletics, you have sporting events, you have church things, you have social events, then you need to plan for that as well. You're going to be more of like a snacker. The things you need to cook are things that can be taken on the road with you. They need to be things that can be brought, they can be transported, they can be easily packed in containers. You have to think about it that way. Whatever stage of life you're in, meal plan accordingly. If you have a newborn or a toddler who doesn't sleep and you're chronically exhausted, you're going to need some help from your nutrition. But you need to think about what are quick easy things we can consume. Smoothies, shakes, protein bars, protein bites, um, cheese sticks, fruit, anything like that that can be um, pre-cut, pre-chopped, thrown in your fridge, really simple. Make it as easy for yourself as possible. Meal planning is not complicated. I know it seems like it is. Like, oh no, I have to like think about these meals that I'm going to cook. I'm like, no. This spending 20 minutes a week planning your week out is going to save you so much time because you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, sure. Sometimes you might not want the meal that you thought you were going to want on Thursday when Thursday hits. Okay. Well, if you haven't made Friday's meal yet, switch them out or use some of those staples that you have in your pantry and your fridge. Get creative. Make something else up. It doesn't have to be like set in stone. Oh, these are the meals I picked. This is exactly what we have to do. If something's going bad early, 
freeze it, save it for later, or use it in a meal earlier. It's not complicated. It is food. It has to be consumed. You need to eat it to live. Make sure you are cooking according to what life situation you are in currently. But the fact remains, you do need a plan. And meal planning is going to save you time. So that's all I'm going to say. I know I was kind of all over the place with that one. I did write a blog post about it. So if you want to check that out, busymomfit.com slash blog, you can check that out too. I will post in the show notes the links to the websites that I mentioned. And I will also post some of my favorite cookbooks for you guys as well. I hope that you have an absolutely beautiful week and I will speak to you soon.